This is the Friday, June 17th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. It's a busy Friday heading into the weekend, but we'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Joe Fortenball, like I usually am on Fridays. And Joe, we thought we may have a game seven, but we do not. The Warriors are champs uh. again. I got to tell you, I mean, congratulations to the Warriors. Great run this season by Boston. I need some time to decompress coming off this because I got to be honest, man. I, I, I did a really poor job handicapping the majority of that series. I had some good props. I, it wasn't a complete disaster. But in terms of sides and totals, I was really getting my face kicked in there. Like I could not get a read for what was happening. I'm glad to say the series is done. Yeah, me too. You know, it's like one of those things is like, why would I bet this when I have no vibe? But I thought the Celtics would bounce back. It's really hard to be win three games in a series, including two of them on the road, three games in a row. Um, but good hats off. You know, one team wasn't ready for the stage. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of for Tatum and those guys. Just it was too big and they're young and immaturity. I mean, that's where Jalen Brown used, but. We turned the page. Plenty of time to get some money back. I was tweeting out a lot of live bets last night. Uh, those did well. <laughs> Team totals, second half totals. So I did go out with a bang. So that's a little bit of a uh, silver lining there. Uh, let's start with hockey, which is tomorrow. And Puck Daddy's best bet for game one was the Lightning team total over two and a half minus 30. And I love it for every game of the series. I looked at you right after he said it on air. And I said, that's a banger. Because yep. I think the avalanche goaltending is the issue. If there is one, it's not the offense. So Colorado can get their goals and they could, they could win in five, six, seven. Sure. But I think the lightning can get three in most games, if not all. So I trust Tampa that their offense is underrated. Look, they had to go through Sisterkin. I think they'll be just fine here. Uh, give me the lightning team total over two and a half. Complete agreement on that. Uh, so I'll be betting that as well. I will have smaller wagers on the Lightning to win the game outright, as well as under six goals for the game. So I'm going to be trying to thread the needle here a little bit because I believe it's a big bounce back spot for Tampa. So I could see 3-1, 3-2, something of that nature. Maybe it's 4-2 and it ends on a push. So be it. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me. We're going to have them on Daily Wager today, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN2. But it's essentially twofold as to why I like the Lightning and why I like the defense to play big. One, Andre Vasilevsky in game ones versus every other game in a series. Game one is where he struggles, and then he turns it on. We saw this against the Rangers. We saw it against the Maple Leafs. We've seen it in previous years. He struggles in game one against the team. Then he bounces back very strong. So I like that trend. Number two, I also like the fact that Tampa Bay has been a very resilient team, not just this year, four and one off the loss in the postseason, but the last few years. In fact, I think they were something like 16-0 and 0 awful loss right up until the Rangers series when they lost game one and game two. They are incredible. And it, when it comes to resilience, they personify it. So I like Tampa to win the game. I like them to go over two and a half goals, but for the game, I will have a smaller wager as well on under six goals. I do not see this being as high scoring as what we saw in game one. Okay. All right. I, but I need my team total. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we win this thing three, two. That's what I'm rooting for. Okay. Or if it gets four, two, and I push, so be it. But I just, we got seven goals in that first game. I think Tampa's defense is going to be much better this time around. But I agree with you that the offense is going to carry the way, which is why I like Lightning to win the game as well at plus 130. Okay, let's hit the diamond for some action today. I'll start with the Braves at Wrigley, uh, 220 Eastern 
uh, first pitch. Look, Braves have won 14 straight, 13 on the run line, and I'm going to keep riding them. Morton against Thompson. We talked about it yesterday. I just want to reiterate, I do like the Braves today. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, I'm going to rip through four for you. First game, Nationals plus 135. Nationals and Phillies are playing a doubleheader today. Red alert, this is for game two of the doubleheader. This is not the first game. This is game two. Nationals plus 135 over the Phillies. Love the price because the Nats are trotting out the righty Paolo Espino today. He's a good pitcher. Really good. 208 ERA. They finally moved him up to the starting rotation. His last time out was his first start of the year. He had a solid outing. He didn't go very deep, but it was a solid outing. And he's going to go against Bailey Falter for Philly, who's got a 420 ERA. So I like the price for the Nationals there. Remember that is game two of the doubleheader. Yankees, Blue Jays, we're going under nine and a half runs. Great pitching matchup. The lefty Jordan Montgomery is going to go for the Yanks. You want to talk consistency? Two or fewer earned runs in 10 of his last 11 starts. Guy's been awesome. 270 ERA on the season. Blue Jays are 23rd in Major League Baseball in weighted runs created against left-handed pitching. Toronto's going to go with Ross Stripling. He's been really good his last two outings. He hasn't faced elite competition. Last two starts, zero earned runs, six strikeouts, no walks over 11 innings pitch. So Yankees, Blue Jays under nine and a half runs. Game number three, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates are on my card today. Plus 180 over the Giants. I think this price is way too high considering what we're getting in the pitching matchup. Uh, Zach Thompson is going to go for Pittsburgh. Now, if you just look from an overhead view, Thompson's got a 4.50 ERA. But that's because he had a terrible first month of the season. Absolutely terrible. Since May 1st, he's 3-1 and one with a 2.27 ERA. He's been very good. Carlos Rodon is going to go for the Giants. I think that's a big reason why the Giants are overvalued. He's been solid, don't get me wrong. But at home, 2.18 ERA. On the road, that number goes to 4.22. Pirates plus 180, I see value there. And then finally, the Tigers minus 120 over the Rangers. Scoobles pitching for Detroit today, 271 ERA. He's going to go against John Gray, who has an ERA north of five when pitching on the road. So quick recap, Nationals plus 135 over the Phillies in game two of the doubleheader. Yankees, Blue Jays under nine and a half runs. Pirates plus 180 over the Giants. Tigers minus 120 over the Rangers. How about the Dodgers being 280 favorites? Huge. I saw that. Huge number. Huge. I mean, it's not surprising because it's the Dodgers, but given the fact that there's been some shaky play as of late, I, I, I mean, what did you make of that? Wait, feels way too high, but I mean, the Guardians are not that good. They, they've been on a little bit of a run. That's why it almost it almost has me wanting to bet this. I mean, it's Kershaw versus Plesak. I, I, I looked at that. I'm like, the number's so high, and Cleveland's been good. But then I started to think to myself, there's something I'm missing here. So it's not going to surprise me in the least if L.A. comes out and lays it on him. Has Kershaw, is this Kershaw's first game back? Uh, no, he pitched the other day. Oh, that's right. Okay. I, well, I mean, there's something going on there. I'm sure I'll find my way to uh, gamble on it. Right. It's one of the later games. I'll probably want action. <laughs> so yesterday on the pod, I talked about potentially banger on the W. I, I don't. The two players that were out for the storm are going to play, Sue Bird being one of them. I, I think the Sun, if you can get minus seven or maybe a live line where it's like five or less, I think they're going to win by double digits. But if it's like seven-ish or eight, like I just I don't want to lay it. I think there's just better spots. I'm a money line parlay I looked into for Sun and Sky. It's like a little bit, it's like minus 180. I mean, I, I I wouldn't do it. I don't see how either of them lose, but 
there's going to be better spots this weekend. So my apologies for the tease. We didn't quite get there. Maybe there'll be some steam on the storm because I think the sun are much better. But, but uh, they're laying over a touchdown, so we don't want to get involved there. You have some boxing for the people. I got to tell you, I, I think there's a lesson in what you're laying out right there, and it's the fact that sometimes you have to assess and reassess and don't be afraid to walk away. Some of the best bets you, you, you can ever have are the ones you don't make. And the fact that you were that excited, a lot of times I've made this mistake plenty of times, very excited about a situation. And throughout that, the course of, of the time leading up to the game, evidence is presented that tells me I'm either on the wrong side or maybe I should reduce, lay some off. And I don't, I just, I don't listen. I let emotion get in the way. And then you watch it fall apart. You had all the warning signs, but you didn't do anything about it. And, 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 and that's a mistake I've made. I've limited it in recent years, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 100% out of the woods on that. So I, I like the fact that you laid that out like that because as excited as we were for the banger, sometimes you got to walk away if the opportunity is not there. So good on you. Uh, boxing, Thank ESPN you. and ESPN Plus, Saturday night from Madison Square Garden. This is going to be a vicious fight. Even if you don't want to bet it, watch this fight. All right? Three belts are on the line. Joe Smith Jr. taking on Arter Beterbiev, uh, a Chechen who is as scary as they come in terms of human beings. 17 fights, 17 knockouts. I was talking to our boy Joe Tessitore about this fight. He's going to be on the call. I was trying to get a read. He said Better Beterbiev is going to put Smith down. He's going to win by knockout. Problem is Better Beterbiev is a huge favorite, somewhere close to minus $8. And to win by knockout is somewhere around minus 280 now, I'm going to lay the minus 280. I'm going to make that very clear. I am laying the minus 280. But there's another bet I'm making as well. And if you don't want to lay that much of a price, you can bet on better BF to win this fight between, between rounds 7 and 12. Now, you do not win with the decision there. I want to make that clear. But you're basically betting on a stoppage where better BF wins the fight sometime in 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, or 12. So the second half of the fight, it's even money. Okay, even money. Now, the first six rounds for him to win by stoppage is about plus 270. You want to take a shot there, sure, but he likes to come out and feel out his opponent. Okay, he's not in a rush to try to knock anybody out. They look at fights and they're on record at saying this, his manager is, that they look at this. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. You don't need to rush into the fight. Figure it out early and then finish the guy off. Smith is tough. He's resilient. His face is going to be beaten up and beaten to hell by the end of this. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in like, say the ninth round, maybe the 10th, the ref has to step in and stop the fight because of the damage. So order better be on ESPN Saturday night at Madison square garden to defeat Joe Smith in rounds seven through 12 at even money and to win by stoppage at minus two eighty as well. And the over under is pretty tight at eight and a half. You can't, you can't, you can't do the under, right? slight lean to the over, but I haven't played that. I like the idea of the uh, seven to 12 instead for those who don't like you and I talked about this and you raised a very good point. Minus two eighty is a huge price when we're talking about a one-on-one match in a fight, right? Like we understand you can, you can have an off night and rely on teammates and other sports. You don't have that here. So I completely get the people who don't want to lay the minus two eighty. I think this is your best route. If you want to have a good bet on this fight without much risk, Round seven through 12, Archer better be have to win. Archer better be have. I got to get that right by showtime. I'm close. <laughs> uh, it's even money. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right. Best of luck to everyone this weekend. Plenty of action out there. There's a USFL play I may have tonight on the show as well. So uh, stay tuned. We're finding value everywhere.